Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Back in Time. I'm Dan Enriquez. I'm Martin Burgess. And uh, today's topic is New Year's Eve 2016. The fiasco. The big fiasco. We're going back to relive it and put it into bed once and for all. Yes, Yes, because she has officially redeemed herself. Officially, right? Officially. Yes. Absolutely. We can forget about it now. But let's just like go through it all once, one last time, remember it, and then get over it. Laugh at it. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, in the moment of it, we did do, like, a, a special episode discussing it. But that was, like, we were there. It was very fresh. It was in the we heat of the still, moment. And we were still angry. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we were <laughs> mad at a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, like, the whole story hadn't unraveled yet. Like, it was, it was a, uh, yeah. This is an updated version of it. We've calmed this is an down. Updated version of it. Now it's <laughs> yeah. like we can look at it like more objectively, right? And 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 understand exactly what was going on. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. So let's like paint a scene of like the Mariah climate at the time. So as you know, like it was in the nightmare era, uh-huh. aka the Stella era. And now Mariah's world was already on television, and so we're f- about four. Well, four episodes in, right? We're halfway through it. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time we actually got to see Stella interact and work with Mariah and we got to see what she was about. And I think a warning sign was during the second episode of Mariah's World when they were late to the Luxembourg show, like three hours late for some very basic things that could have been avoided, like time change, which you check, should be checking. Right, so right. We, so we already got a taste of the sloppiness of the management system that was around Mariah now. So I want to say the new, when New Year's Eve happened and it melted down, that was just like that was like the nail in the coffin. Nail in the coffin. Like she had to go. Is yeah, because like all, all of these technical glitches that were happening, mm-hmm. they I mean they weren't just maybe her fault, it, but like she's running, she's driving the bus. Exactly. Okay, so like you know, if someone has to make sure the gas tank is full, mm-hmm. somebody has to make sure there's oil in there. But like you're driving the bus, mm-hmm. so if you don't press on the gas pedal, it's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's to blame. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Even though there's all these other people involved, you're the one driving, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's her fault. Totally her fault. Um, but it was just like the peak. It's, the, it's what really, like, broke the camel's back with 
Stella and the lambs relationship, I think, or most of the lambs. Because when New Year's Eve happened, it was like, okay, this is it. We've got a problem now. There's a huge problem, and we're all embarrassed. Everybody's right. embarrassed now. Right. Especially Mariah. Like, she yes. was, like, put out there, and she had nobody come save her. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, like, that's a problem. But it just shows the unprofessionalism of her team at the at the time. Nobody was willing to, like, be like, oh, well, we got to end this, or mm-hmm. we got to, like, you know, mm-hmm. someone has to go on there and switch out her mic pad mm-hmm. or whatever it has to be done. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's live TV. It just, it, oh, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk about what happened. What happened. Okay. Well, what happened was... So Mariah's time <laughs> slot. So Mariah's going to be, was headlining Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve on ABC, um, which is one of the biggest shows on New Year's Eve in America. Right. It's been around for decades and decades. Yeah. Um, and Dick Clark is like, he's like an iconic figure, like from American Bandstand and all kinds of like TV productions. Um, I believe he was also, they also did the American Music Awards. I mean, they're involved, Dick Clark Productions and Dick Clark himself was involved in so many musical television productions. Right. Like so many that you do, like everything, basically everything. So they know what they're doing. It's not their first yeah, radio. they've been at this for a long time. Yeah. Oh, oh also, uh, Mariah had also been on Dick Clark Productions back in 2005, ticking into six, right? Uh-huh. Doing like right. a little emancipation medley back then. Right. She was at the she was at the height of her comeback, if you will, mm-hmm. and um, she gave a headlining set with us. Uh, we belong together, and we'll shake it off, and whatever you know, the hits of the year. Right. So she sort of started the whole trend of having, like, a headliner right before the ball drops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Mariah's coming back. I'm excited as hell to see it. Me too. Yeah, and also something that's a little different about it, Mariah has no new music to really promote on, some, on such a big platform. She was doing the um, the Vegas residency with all her number ones. The Sweet Sweet and Fantasy Tour. And she had tour. just come off the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour. Exactly. So, like, nothing really new to, to sing for the people, but just she was giving them a, a medley of her hits. Yeah. Well, it just shows that, you know, Mariah is iconic. She has iconic songs. With an, she has an iconic catalog of mm-hmm. hits that she doesn't necessarily need a new song to go out there and headline the show. Right. She already has a million in her bag. Yeah. Um, it, that that is a, a statement to her power in the industry mm-hmm. and in the musical game. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's eleven forty-five, New Year's Eve, twenty sixteen. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at home watching. I was originally watching Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper on CNN, but then you know it got close to eleven forty, so I flicked over to see what's going on. Um watching it there's mariah there's the fans there's the big fur coat then i'm watching her and i'm noticing that her lips are off they're not lip syncing properly to the track and i'm not not mad at all about any sort of track that was going to be used because it's Times square it's live tv like use a track i don't care yeah so i'm watching i think well first i was thinking oh these are new vocals for, right, because she opens up with Auld Lang Syne. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, new vocals. Ooh, uh-huh. this is good. This is going to be real good. Yeah, but that's when my magnifying glass comes out. I'm like, why are her lips out of sync with this? This is so. I was like, this is weird. Is there a delay? I couldn't figure it out. Right. And so 
And so she continues. And they have, like, the production. They, she took a little bit of her Vegas show and brought it to Times Square because the guys had, like, the Vegas feathers, mm-hmm. the fans and everything. And so there was, like, some drama to it. Yeah. But I think, like, she had that big fur coat on. Right. And then she was going to take it off after Auld Lang Syne and then go into emotions. Yeah, because there was three wardrobe moments. We had the coat, take it off, we got the bodysuit, and then there's going to be a clip on dress. But we belong together. Correct. Correct. Which I love all of that. Me too. I was that totally, is all amazing. I still like it all. Great. She looked I good. Love, I love it. I love that she's giving us versatility. I love that she's giving us moments. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm all down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Anthony Burrell, who is the creative director during this time. He's the one sort of putting all of this together. And I, I like it. I appreciate it. Right. Um, so I actually like just did a, a reinvestigation of the crime of the scene. And so she sings only in time. She's out of sync. So obviously there's a problem. I guess she's like signaling that with her hand that there's an earpiece problem. So she's putting her hand to her ear. But then when they take off her fur coat, she pulls out the earpiece herself. So it was a, I think it was a combination of things. She flicks it out. Anthony's right there, grabs it and tucks it in behind her. That's where it went. See, I, I investigated that scene as well and... I don't think he tucks it in. I think when the coat came off, it sort of had pulled something and he, and then you can see him and not, this is, you'd have to watch and you watch this not through like the actual airing, yeah, but you have to watch it from like the bootleg cameras of people's iPhones that were there at the time. Oh no, see I was, and then I went and did the actual airing and that's when I see her pull it out. She get, puts a finger in, pulls it out. Well, she could have done that, but there was also Anthony was right yeah, behind her. I know, so I think, and he was fiddling with something in the back of her her coat. Yeah, I mean, I whatever, thought he whatever was like, yeah. whatever was happening, something was happening already right off the bat. Right, but then she caught that whatever happened was gone after that. Correct. It was not where she could grab it. Exactly. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is happening here? Because this is when we realize it's like a true disaster. Train wreck already. Because this is not supposed to be happening. At all. Um, anyway, so I'm freaking out. She's not singing. She's standing there. I see, because we, like, we love moments on stage when she, her earpiece does break. Because moments she gives, gives us a funny moment. She'll ad lib something. You know, it turns into a, a, a lamb favorite moment. Always. Like, there's never been a bad Always. earpiece moment. Except for right, this one. Right, right. So I'm waiting for like a fun earpiece situation to happen. It's getting worse. She's getting pissed off. It's 11:45, so everybody's already stressed and high anxiety. And you can't stop. You can't stop. You got to keep it going. Um, but the thing is, I was like, oh my god, this is the emotion. This is the emotions. I was like, oh my god, please don't let a high note kick in. I was like, oh, oh my god, god, please don't. Oh my god. Oh, my God. Anyway, and then it did. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. This is it's like horrible. People know there's a track now. Oh, <laughs> yes, no. Yes, I know. 
It was the worst. It kept getting worse and worse. It did keep getting worse and worse, and you're sitting there sort of, like, in shock of, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this really happening? Is this what's going on? I know, on? I know, right? And I just remember not being able to breathe. I was just gasping, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because <laughs> it it seemed like it was snowballing, like she wasn't like gonna jump in and catch up. Like it kept getting worse. Right, and then at one point, and then she's just like talking like nonsense about like, oh well, you know, it went to number one. number one, yeah. And then at one point, she just puts the mic out to the fans yeah. sing, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, girl. Yeah. However, if you watch some of the, like, raw footage from people who just recorded it with their iPhones, yeah. you can see there are times where she is really frustrated because she's, like, you know, she stands there and she's, like, I can't believe this is happening. And yeah. she's, like, taking these big breaths. And she's, like, uh-huh. she's like just what the fuck? And what when, the fuck? Yeah, and when you watch those iPhone, this, the iPhone footage, you can hear there's an echo, like, bouncing around. It's not the crisp vocal. Like, she's probably right, confused with, right. which track she's on. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it just, it was just a mess from the beginning. And, you know, there were a lot of excuses at the time of like, oh, well, if the dancers can stay out and beat, why can't Mariah? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, that, and the other. And I was like, no, no, if things are not going well, I don't care what's happened. You don't have to, you don't have to sing. Yeah. You know? Well, 100%, she wasn't giving us another Rockefeller um, Christmas tree lighting Raw, Correct. Raw Again, theme. where the earpieces were not in her ear, so she could not hear. Yeah, so she knew to just shut up, don't sing into this thing, this recording, and someone's <laughs> going to leak it straight in a minute. <laughs> so she just had to shut up and, like, deal with it. Yeah, she did. But I think, and then, okay, so all through emotions, like, she's just going through, all through emotions, she's going through the motions. The emotions, yeah. Just to get... Just to done. do something, yeah. Just to get o- this over with, because then we go into We Belong Together, and you can tell that she's like, okay, well, this is just the album track, so, you know, maybe we can get, you know, redeem ourselves, because she knows the full track is going to be playing. Right, I know, but then I was thinking, was she going to straight up play the CD? Yes, she was. And But now she's been yeah. caught, so she's like, just pretend, she's trying to like, um, like, not cover it up, but like, you know, admit it. Like, oh, this is the album track. Whoops. Didn't mean this wasn't supposed to play like wink. Cause now we and know. See, I saw it. I saw it. Well, I think she had already been foiled at that point. So she didn't have it. She didn't care to say, oh, this is, I'm going to lip sync this. Right. Basically is what she was saying. So I don't think she was trying to, you know, wink, wink, say, oh, uh, this is just the track. I think she was just frustrated. She didn't give a fuck what she was saying. I know. She's like, I'm going to let the people know now. Oh, now everybody wants to know. Okay, uh-huh. well, everyone's already going to be talking about it. Yeah. Um, but that's, where, but the, that's where it kept getting worse and worse because now she's like half lip syncing. She's pissed off. Yep. And now she, she looks was sad. totally over it. She's like, why, do I, why am I even doing this? I know. Then she was completely over it by the time We Belong Together came on. Oh, totally. She's completely yeah. over it. I did like the clip on dress they added. <laughs> like she still looked good. Yes, yes. But even if you watch some of the the raw footage from people's iPhones, um, when they're bringing, she goes up on this little mini stage, Mm -hmm. she lip syncs, and then she's supposed to come down. And even when she's coming down those steps, they don't even have like the choreography to get her down the steps proper. Oh, yeah. You know, like Like, Anthony like scoops her up. Should I like, yeah, he like scoops her because she's like, wait, am I, are you supposed to take me or am I walking or what's happening? (laughs) Yeah. 
like, I think by that time, things just kept getting worse and worse. And no one's thinking clearly of, right. like, what's what's the next step? Exactly. Like they're, they're, nobody knows what to do now. Yeah. But the worst, like, the like all the cringe moments of, like, We Belong Together when she just, like, puts the mic down mid-notes. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't yeah. even try to finish it. She doesn't give a fuck at that I point. Know. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. And then... And then towards the end of, like, the whole performance, uh, like, We Belong Together, she turns, like, they, you know, put the feathers all around her, and then she turns around, and she she looks like she's walking off the stage, yeah. and she's not supposed to. And then, like, she sort of stops, and she's like, turn around and goes back <laughs> yeah. to the front of the stage, <laughs> and, like, that's basically the end of the performance, but... I think she was almost half halfway going to walk off the stage and be like, Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. (laughs) I mean, it was just a disaster to watch. It was it was quite a disaster. But looking back on it, it's obviously an iconic moment for her. Oh, yeah. It has gone down in history. Oh, yeah. It's going to be one of the best New Year's Eve performances ever. 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 Even though it's bad, it's going to be one of the best. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, people... Mariah's an icon. Anything she does, good or bad, is going to be talked about. Yeah. Um, I People remember, still love her. Yeah. I remember, um, like, Dave Grohl from the Food Fighters was talking about it, and he said, that was, like, so grunge of her, like, really grunge rock to just, like, fuck it and, like, fuck perform it. like that. But still fuck perform. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, it is what it is. There were a lot of people that um, sort of spoke out after this whole fiasco because everyone's like, well, what happened and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so everybody wants to put their two cents in. But for the most part, most, you know, celebrities or famous people or people who were like commenting on this, most people were like, you know, it shit happens. And, um, you know, Mariah did the best she could. Yeah. Most people were really supportive because they know what it's like to have technical issues like that. Well, um, ABC, you know, yeah, ABC did a, a news piece like almost straight away and got a, um, I guess he's like a vocal coach, and he explained he was like watching the clip saying she's signaling her earpiece isn't working, it's not working, she can't hear the track, you can't sing in Times Square because, and he totally defended her and explained like what went wrong. Roger Love, vocal coach to stars like Selena Gomez and John Mayer, says that when performing live, noise from big audiences often overpower the music. It is completely common for artists to have backing tracks. They have these things called in-ear monitors, which are like mini headsets. So she not only could not hear herself, she couldn't hear the music. He points to the songstress repeatedly trying to communicate with her engineers. She already is bringing her hand to her ear, signaling that she is having some issue. So I think most people were coming to the defense of her. Absolutely. I think most people were professionals. Yeah. People in the industry mm-hmm. um, who know, who know what it's, what it's all about and how this all works. Mm-hmm. Most people sitting at home don't realize all of the technical aspects that go into this. And one little thing can F up the whole thing. And then the artist is sitting there like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, so I have a friend who's a painter. Um, he does like these huge paint, like huge canvases and he was telling me that um, somebody somebody approached him once to like do a live painting thing in a club or whatever, like have a like make it a show. And he was like, you know, no, I don't want to do that because like that's not my style, and the conditions won't be right for me, and I don't want, I don't want people around me. Like I don't, that's not how I do my paintings. That's not how I present my art. 
And, and so then I was like, that's so funny because then I brought up New Year's Eve of Mariah. And I was like, you know, that's what happened to Mariah. Like, it wasn't the right conditions. She couldn't hear herself. She couldn't present her artwork in the way she wanted to. So she just didn't do it. And then he was like, oh, I never thought of that. But you're right. Yeah, He's like, absolutely. Now I, now I respect her a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. We also have to sort of remember that Mariah is not a performer mm. per se. She is a songwriter, a vocalist. Yeah. You know, the stage is not her comfort zone. The studio is. Right. That's where really her magic and creativity comes, you know. So to be in that type of a situation, even though this is decades into her, you know, illustrious career, mm. people will be like, oh, well, she should know what to do. You know, she's been on the stage for 20-something years. Mm -hmm. But no, because that's not her comfort zone. Right. Exactly. So when something does mess up, she's not going to have always have the the – you know the bounce back that maybe other people would because yeah. they're used to those situations mariah's not used to that mariah's creative environment is very controlled right out uh -huh. there in the middle of times square it's not as controlled as one would want it to be exactly yes um okay so it happened the fallout happened um all of a sudden the mariah can't sing anymore came back out from all the haters. Like, that's all we kept hearing. She can't sing. She can't sing. Um, and then we got the statement, the official statements uh -huh, uh -huh. as to what happened. And that's when things got even worse. Because now, <laughs> oh, because I'm, I'm already in the middle of hating what's happening with Mariah's world. Yeah. I'm hating her management even more. And then, Everybody has something to say on this. And of course, the management had something to say. Mariah had something to say. Mariah's ex-husband had something to say. I know, right? Remember Tommy oh, came out of the woodwork? Everybody, everybody had something to say. Yeah. Uh, so Tommy Matola, Mariah's ex-husband slash first boss, I guess, came out of the woodwork thing. You know, Mariah's incredibly talented. She needs more seasoned professionals around her. Some, exactly. Something to that nature. A.K.A. Stella is unqualified. Yeah. Um, She's bootleg. Bootleg, yes. She's bootleg. And that's when Stella started, like, clapping back at people. And we got uh -huh. to see her, like, how she handles these situations, like, blaming everybody else. Not, yeah. Not she taking responsibility. Had, she even had something to say about Tommy Matola's statement. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, this just shows how unclassy and unprofessional this woman is. Oh, totally. And to have her representing somebody who is the epitome of class, yeah. Mariah, is just, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, totally. Well, I mean, the, big, the biggest mistake was Dick Clark Productions was willing to say, oh, listen, this was a big fuck up and do a joint statement together, like as with Mariah and Dick Clark Productions and just say, this was a mistake. We apologize. It happened. Let's move on from this. Instead of like joining forces and just admitting it and moving on, like there was this retaliation between the two camps. Yeah. That just made it worse. Yeah. There was nothing but, well, because Stella refused to release the joint statement. Yeah. So which is therefore, stupid. which is completely stupid, yeah. like just move forward, you know, like, yeah, everything has went wrong. There's nothing you can do to change it. Let's move forward. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to do that. She wanted to sit in the negativity and create more negativity. Exactly, yeah. By releasing statements and pointing fingers mm -hmm. and accusing, you know, Dick Clark Productions, who are nothing but professionals and have been in the business, like I said earlier, yeah. for decades producing amazing television musical specials yeah, yeah. and 
things. Like you cannot do that. Like that's disrespectful. Oh, totally. Well, the, yeah. This, we also realized. Oh, Stella's using this as an opportunity to get her face on the cameras. Exactly. Exactly. And that's like, why down, are you she talking? She sat down with yes. everybody from Billboard magazine yeah. to Entertainment Tonight, and we're like, "What are you why doing?" Is that woman who nobody knows who she is yeah. speaking on Mariah's behalf? Uh-huh. Like, I was like, I'm not listening to any of this garbage, this trash that she is sitting there in front of my face, yeah. telling me what happened. Crazy. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't appreciate that. So she was out there doing all these things, and then I was like. I was like, I'm not, I'm not listening to any of this. And then Mariah released her own statement. Right. But it was kind of still in the line of what Stella's been saying. And it did sound <clears throat> scripted Rehearsed and, and yeah. scripted 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Mariah was being... I, I just don't think she had proper... Um, um, Representation. What do you representation, or what? What do you? What do you call it when, like, you know, you have support, or you know, like your friends help you? A support system. She didn't have a support system. Yeah. I haven't really addressed the situation that happened on New Year's Eve, and in time, I will. But for now, I want everyone to know that I came to New Year's Eve in New York in great spirits and was looking forward to a celebratory moment with the world. It's a shame that we were put into the hands of a production team with technical issues who chose to capitalize on circumstances beyond our control. It's not practical for a singer to sing live and be able to hear themselves properly in the middle of Times Square with all the noise, the freezing cold, the smoke from the smoke machines, thousands of people celebrating, especially when their ear monitors were not working at all. Listen, guys, they foiled me. Thus, it turned into an opportunity to humiliate me and all those who were excited to ring in the new year with me. Eventually, I will explain this in greater detail for anyone who cares to hear. I cannot deny that my feelings are hurt, but I'm working through this, and I'm truly grateful for my fans and my true friends who have been so supportive in this time. I'm going to take a break from media moments, social media moments, although I am going to fulfill my professional obligations this is an important time for me to finally take a moment for myself and to be with my loved ones and prepare for my upcoming tour in March. I just want to thank everyone for their support. Thank you to all my industry friends and thank you to my lambs. You're always there for me. I can't imagine life without you and you'll always be a part of me. I can't wait to thank you. Again. You know, she didn't yeah. have people telling her. All she had was the negativity that Stella was Feeding. Circ- uh-huh. circulating. Yeah. Shouldn't have anybody else. And so she went and released a statement, which was to her probably the truth from her perspective. What she was fed, what she was told. Right. Uh huh. But, you know, when you're looking at the whole situation from outside, you can see that Mariah has been, she's been misled into mm-hmm. believing things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the sick part of it all. Sick. Well, I think that's sick. where, yeah, that's where the major fracture came from, like the fans, the Lamely and the Stella. The you know, like Stella trying to paint this facade for us. Like we're best friends. We're sister wives. Like I'm the one that's going to help Mariah be the best in the world again. She yeah, was, she was trying to make us believe that, and that's when we were like, right. "No, no, we're not doing no, this anymore." No, no, that's Stop. not what we're doing here. Yeah. We're not becoming best friends. Uh-huh. We're not good, good Judies. Yeah, bitch, you work for me. Exactly. 
you know, and, and just the whole fact that she wanted to get involved in everything mm -hmm. and put her face out there and her name out there. No, that's red uh, flags that's all around. Red flag all around. Mm -hmm. All around. Don't forget, we were, you and I were also hosting Mariah's World in the club at Rise Bar on a weekly basis. And so New Year's Eve happened and we're like, oh my God, we have to get up on stage in the front of the public. Of all the gays. I know. And pretend Mariah's, like, really cool. And we have to pretend like this is, like, the most amazing thing like ever. Like nothing happened <laughs> for four yeah. more weeks. <laughs> I know. It was quite, quite an interesting moment. Uh, but, but we, we did, did it. Because that's what yeah. we do. That's what we do. We support Mariah no matter what. <laughs> we will defend her. We will, we will make you change your mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about Mariah. I guarantee you. Uh-huh. That's what we do. So it was like, oh, Lord, now we really got to do it. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we always do it. But now we're like, oh, girl, we're going to have to lie through our teeth on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have to do it real good. Um, anyway, so I feel like the whole... Um, oh, don't forget, poor Anthony Burrell got, air quotes, fired as a result. Right, right. Uh, uh, allegedly, he got fired, but yeah. Anthony says that his contract was up at the end of that year anyways, which it probably was. Yeah, and he's probably like, I don't want to work with that monster anymore. Yeah. I'm out of here. Why? Bring, bring Beyonce. What are you to? doing? He was like... Right, so now on. he's over there working with Beyonce, which is great and amazing and everything's wonderful. Yeah. Um, we wish him the best. Oh, yeah. Um, you know? Well, now that he's... Uh, well, Mariah's Rock Nation, maybe he can float float around hey you never know you never know he's welcome back um yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> i don't think i don't think any of this was his fault and i think nah. again from camp mariah they were trying to say that it was anthony's fault for blaming, so many reasons blaming like, everybody else oh um you know anthony burrell's the one who moved the backup singers off the stage mm -hmm. and this that and the other and blah 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 and they were trying to blame him for so much yeah it's just like are y'all serious? But even like y'all gotta be kidding me. Yeah, you know, like I said, like from what my eyes saw, everybody can go and do their own investigation. I, Mariah flicked the earpiece out. He grabbed it, tucked it. It was probably like a "What are you doing in this moment?" situation. Like, oh, she doesn't want that anymore. Let me just tuck it in so it's not flicking around. So she looks good. It was probably just a in the moment mistake he made. You don't have to fire him for it. No, or he blame wasn't him fired. for the whole thing. He wasn't fired. But you know what I mean? Like in their mind, he was fired. Well, yeah, well, call it what you will, but, you know, it, was, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. It wasn't anyone's fault except for whoever was driving the bus. And exactly. we already know who was driving the bus. And, and accused doing all the accusations because we're over here getting different information from Anthony and Mariah's team. And so we're thinking, who's telling the truth now? What's going on? Right. There's a problem right. here. Right. So we never really did get a full reasoning why it happened but when a disaster like that happens there are so many parts at play mm -hmm. that you really can't put it down to one reason why this happened mm -hmm. but somebody has to take the blame and it's the bus driver right exactly um so mariah so the fall happened mariah's now like the butt of everybody's joke again like she's at the like academy awards jimmy fallon's joking about her Jimmy Kimmel's got jokes. Like, everyone's got jokes now. It's just all over the place. Right. It was almost like a revisiting of the glitter era. Yeah. Where Mariah then became fodder for everyone's jokes. Uh-huh. From late night TV to water cooler talk. Yeah. She was on the lips of everybody, and they weren't saying nice things. I know. 
It was a rough time. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh. But Mariah continued through the year. She did say she was taking a quick break from, like, um, social media and whatnot. But she was probably planning on doing that anyways. But I think she was gone for, like, two minutes. She started, like, posting shit straight away. Right, because she had she had a show that yeah. she was doing overseas uh, at the Dubai Jazz Festival. Right, she's going to do she that. She had um... a new single out to promote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I don't was coming out. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that didn't even come out yet. We didn't even know about it. No, I think I don't was thrown in at the last minute of oh, Mariah's sure. world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I will say for me, Mariah. You know, she doesn't need redemption, but like when she went to Jimmy Kimmel and gave us that version of um, uh, A Vision of Love, yeah. I was like, oh, see, this bitch, she's fine. She's just fine. Oh, yeah, totally. It was just a, it was just a disaster. Yeah. And it happened. It happened. Um, it happened. Okay, so New Year's Eve happened. We're like traumatized by it all even like as the end of the year was coming i was getting like a little anxiety just remembering like it all going down like of the one year anniversary <laughs> yeah <it was> coming <laughs> up total had total ptsd um so then we're surprised all of a sudden meanwhile the nightmare era has ended stella is gone we have a new right. team new team has come in rock nation is now our um label i guess um so the whole new mariah is back and so she's going back to New Year's Eve to redeem and that herself. Was, that was big. That was big. Big. I big. mean, to have the courage to do that, because you know, like, everyone's going to be talking about it. Yeah. And for her to have the courage to do that and go out there and do as well as she did, I mean, it just speaks volumes of who she is as a person and her talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like last year... Before New Year's Eve and like even during it, she was maybe fucking around too much, not not taking her vocals seriously, not taking, you know, her profession in a serious manner. I feel like now, a year later with the new team, she's taking it seriously again. Right. But again, that goes to show that there's were people around her, though. Like Mariah's only taking it as serious as everyone else around her will, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, to have a career as big as Mariah's, there's a lot of people involved. Yeah. So, you know, you need that system around you. Right. So, yeah, when you're being sidetracked by a greedy manager. And the kids. Um, to, and their kids to be doing all these other things, you don't have focus. Because mm-hmm. your focus is everywhere else but except for what your real talent is. Mm-hmm. They're using your name to sell things. Yeah. And not using your talent. Exactly. And that was a, a big mistake. Uh, and that's basically what made the whole nightmare era a nightmare. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but anyways, to round it out, one year later, Mariah comes back to New Year's Eve with a whole fresh look on things, a whole new team. Yeah. Mariah's spirits are back and she kills the show. She does an amazing job and, yeah. you know, everyone's praising her. Yeah. Um she absolutely nailed it. Uh, it was nerve-wracking because it happened to also be the coldest New Year's Eve ever. And, yes. And for the history of that show. Yes. Productions. And as someone from Australia who's never experienced um, these mi- sub-zero temperatures, so we handle, do things in Celsius, it got to like, I think, minus 12 to 11. 
you've never felt that on your skin, you don't know what it what you're dealing with. Like it's actually painful. Your muscles freeze up. Your voice dries out. Your mouth, your, uh-huh. teeth, your teeth hurt. Just opening your mouth, uh-huh. like it is brutal and it becomes hard to move your lips as well yeah like it literally like your mouth <laughs> like literally freezes like frozen like you know when you, when you hurt yourself they say put ice on it because it just like numbs it like that's what's happening your whole face is getting numb yeah exactly it's, and it's, it's more than freezing for seven minutes like mariah did yeah. um she had to be frozen she had to be for sure for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she did an amazing job. She opened up with Vision of Love, which is what I thought she should have done, which right. was great. Yep. And um, I, like how they, the, I like how they arranged it, like that little pause. It was a little bit yes. faster at the end. I liked it. Uh-huh. She did a great job, but I really was blown away by her rendition of Hero. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, so good. The bridge. Yep. Uh amazing it was all 100 percent and alive a lot of people like no she wasn't live i'm listening oh, right. it was, was live completely live yeah completely yeah because she knows every, she knows everybody is out there trying to get her now exactly and she you know in the public's eye she is vindicated or she's redeemed yeah for us I mean, Mariah doesn't need any of that, like redemption or, you know, all of that or because we already know she's been doing good. Yeah. And she's been singing amazing. But I think, so for yeah. us, this is, you know, it's just knowing that other people now no. feel the way that we do. I know. And now when people try to bring up the 2016 New Year's Eve, we can say, didn't you watch last year's? Like, come on. <laughs> like, relax. Come on. Why are you bringing Relax, that up, guys? Yeah. Why are you bringing that it up? It was a one-moment thing. Yeah, that's all it was. We can leave it there. We can laugh at it. We can, you know, do whatever we want to do with it. It was just a moment. Um, I did have. I was so when she was doing Vision of Love, I was loving it. I was like, okay, good. This is excellent. I was trying to like really enjoy it. But then when she's like, I'm just gonna have a quick sip of tea. Where is and where is it? I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> the next, oh no! The next uh, song is gonna be fucked up. The vocal cords are frozen. Yeah, but they weren't. They, they weren't. They worked. Everything was fine. I know. And um, Mariah did a great job, and she went out, and she had a nice festive time afterwards. So it was almost like a full circle moment Yeah. to come back and, and show everyone what she still is capable of. And, you know, New Year's Eve is now going to be like everyone's always going to remember that Mariah exactly, yeah. performance. Exactly, so, you but, know, she's conquered Christmas and now she took yeah. over New Year's Eve too. Uh, might as well. <laughs> Why not if you got a little extra time? But it also feels good to know that like while we were hating on Stella for the Nightmare Era, we went crazy. Because now she gets oh, the well, new team. Oh, I know I wasn't crazy. I know, I know but now I she was... gets the new team, it's a million times better. So we're like, okay, yeah, we did know we did have reason to We knew what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I get angry. I haven't been following this woman for 27 years to not know what's going on and what I don't see with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously I'm not in Team Mariah, but um you know, I'm on Team Mariah, but I'm not in it. Right. Um so obviously they know more than I do, but it's all about what I'm perceiving as where I am as a fan. Right. Exactly. And then knowing where everyone else is perceiving mariah you know so mm-hmm. that's believe me i know when it comes to that i know what's happening mm-hmm. and i'm just glad that she is back in the good graces of everybody uh can we talk about mariah serving us emancipation of mimi all over again looks looks wise yeah absolutely she gave us another Times square moment from the emancipation of mimi good morning america concert in Times square i know like a part two take two of it yeah 
it was like the updated version. Yeah. And I loved it. She looked gorgeous. I loved that color dress on her. I like her the photo. Her hair was great. I like the I loved thing. everything. Yeah. She was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, she looked great in 2016 as well. Right. She looked great both times. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, she was uh, even a little bit better. I know. I feel like the dress was perfect. The hair was perfect. Everything looked good. Everything was perfect. Everything was good. Yeah. It was perfect. It was, I was it just was like perfect. nice to see her. Like, oh my God, Mariah, you're back. But it's the thing that like Mariah, I think in the past, you know, maybe since the glitter era, she's sort of been known for having ups and downs. Uh-huh. Whereas, you know, through the 90s, she was always on an up. Right. Mariah knows. And, you know, like that's just crazy. Who has like consistent 10 up. to yeah. 11 years of ups in their career. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's natural and normal to have ups and downs. Right. And I know that, you know, Mariah's a strong girl, just like, you know, she's been having ups and downs most of her life. So mm-hmm. she, she got this, she can handle it. She can be knocked down and she can come straight back up bigger and better than ever. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's done. Yeah. It's just nice to relax. It is. It's a good time to be a lamb. Like, it's just nice that she can, like, check out now for a bit and go do whatever, and I can go back to my life, and I'll, and I can we can just be like, ah, she's okay. Everybody, everybody's right, fine. It's all, you know, when it comes to, you know, the media and being in the public eye, everyone will remember your last yeah. thing. Right. And if you, you know, if you your last thing you did was a great performance in Times Square, that's what they're going to remember, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's good to, you know always end on a good note exactly and that's what's happened so 2018 here we come there's a lot of um first of all everyone's talking about the hot tea meme she's the Uh the first meme of the year which is great we need we love that um a lot of people saying mariah's the new groundhog for the year if she does well (laughs) it's a good year (laughs) (laughs) she fucks up it's a bad year so that's kind of cute people like into it making fun of making a joke of it now right and 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. Mariah will always be talked about good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Uh, because she's a legend. Uh-huh. Exactly. I love it. I love it. I love the, that people get the humor of it. I love that Mariah gets the humor of it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? I know. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. With or without hot tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Is that it? That's it, right? I think that's about it. Yeah. yeah. A nice little recap Yeah, of uh, some New Year's Eve moments. Exactly. So that's like put the debacle to bed and move forward in a good space now, which is great. Exactly. That's all we can do. Yeah. Um, We're following, you know, the direction of Mariah. Yes. <laughs> Follow the star. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to support the show at patreon.com slash the Mariah Report for as little as a dollar. And there's bonus content over there. Um, you can also leave an iTunes review. That helps the show grow as well. Um, and thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.